0: You are listening to Insights, produced by the University of New South Wales Law Society, a podcast dedicated to bring you an insight into law school, the legal profession and legal issues. The production team would also like to show our respects and acknowledge the better people who are the traditional custodians of the land of elders past and present on which this podcast is made. <laughs> This week, we'll be wrapping up our conversation with the 2021 UNSW Law Society co-presidents, with today's guest, Alex Zoris. Alex will be reflecting on the year so far, what she hopes for Law Society in the future, and also her time within the society. Apart from leading the Law Society, Alex is also an incredibly accomplished member of our community, representing UNSW in various skills competitions, and also being the previous skills vice president. She's currently working at Bhatia Perry as a paralegal, and is planning on clerking at Herbots with Free Hills during the summer. She was also the winner of last year's AFR Top 100 Future Leaders of Laura Award. There is without a doubt, we have been blessed with our co-presidents this year. Thanks, to Alex, for joining us today. Thanks, Harry. So just a couple of icebreakers to get us started. Um, I believe you once told me that you called yourself an energizer bunny. How do you normally release all of this energy?
1: Um, ordinarily, I would release it by going to the gym obviously during COVID that's not been possible. So lots of walking, um, playing with my puppy, spending time with friends where possible again, and um, doing lots of cooking. I find that quite therapeutic.
0: Being so accomplished, what part of yourself trait-wise do you think has led to all the successes that I've mentioned before?
1: Well, I think I'll firstly correct you there. Uh, I think accomplishments um, are something that there are small steps along the way, but I think it's something that I always strive for. But I do recognize that I have achieved a number of my goals, um, but I still have a long way to go. And I think that that in itself is a trait that I um, has helped uh, spur my success and will keep me working hard to attain um, what I wish to attain in my career. And personally, um, I also think resilience is really key. Uh, everyone has uh, challenges throughout life and I think that being able to not only get through them but get through them positively um, and draw strength upon um, overcoming difficulty and adversity is really um, quite a good characteristic to have, particularly uh, in the legal area where each day um, can pose its own challenges and there's obviously a lot of demands upon you, being able to really just balance that and be able to take a step back and remain centred is key. Um, And I think another trait is I am not afraid to ask for help or acknowledge um, when I have made a mistake because I'm not perfect by any means. Uh, No one is. And I think that being able to learn um, from any error or even if you haven't made an error, just to receive feedback and take that on board to improve is really, really important in all aspects of life, not just in your career or
0: academics. Just rewinding back just a bit in terms of your goals that you mentioned, what do you think were your goals or if you recall, what were your goals when you started university? Look,
1: I think at that point, being fresh out of u 12, um, where, you know, you've been in school for a while, it's quite an insulated environment and everything is kind of set out for you. Uh, I don't think I had very specific goals because I was afraid to limit myself. Ironically, uh, after a couple of years of studying, I did realise that that in itself limited me because you do need some direction and something a bit concrete to work towards. So I think I couldn't tell you what my specific goals in first year were other than to get through the year, to be as social as possible and being uh, involved, sorry, in as many extracurricular activities as possible um, and perhaps to secure a paralegal job. But I think um, later on in the degree, I realised that I really did have a passion for corporate and commercial law. Uh, And as I did more electives, particularly, I was able to hone in on key areas of interest. And from there, my goals became centred around that. So for example, a paralegal role in a commercial firm, um, perhaps a clerkship um, in a commercial firm. And then from there, seeing where I'd like to see myself um, in the, the years after that.
0: You just mentioned that um, obviously we're all learning and developing as well. Um, what do you think your goals are for the future?
1: So I think for the future, um, I would really love to enjoy my clerkship uh, and from there hopefully receive a graduate offer um, and then put my all into developing um, myself as a corporate and commercial lawyer in those first few uh, years of being a graduate lawyer and soaking in as much our feedback and guidance as I can get, especially then to curate my own path. Um, I'm very interested personally in in insolvency law um, and lots of regulatory work and I do have an inkling for uh, litigious work so I think some a a team or some sort of role that allows me to really um, put my all into those areas of passion would be great and what better way to do that than to be um, you know in a commercial firm that excels that sort of work.
0: For sure and it's really good that you actually already have I guess and then Impression of what you want to do in the future. What is it about commercial transactions and work that really sparks your interest?
1: Well, first and foremost, I love the challenge of work. Um, I love being faced with a problem that you don't always know all of the information. In fact, you often don't um, and won't. Uh, So it's about information seeking, a bit of problem solving and forensic work, trying to really piece together um, a sense of what's going on uh, and really understand the context of what you're working with. Uh, I love the thrill of research and learning more. um, And often the research is quite challenging depending on what you're dealing with. So that in itself is also quite exhilarating.
0: Moving onward to just a bit about your time at UNSW so far. Do you mind if you tell the audience or describe what your first year at UNSW Law was like?
1: Yeah, my first year was fantastic. Uh, I loved first year. I've loved every year, but first year um, really sticks in my mind because A lot of maturity uh, and growth happened in that year. Again, as I said before, coming from school, that insulated environment and going out into that big world where you are meeting so many new people, you're from different areas, um, also different genders because I went to a single sex school um, from kindergarten through to year 12. So just being able to interact with so many different people with different strengths and different passions was really eye-opening and and fantastic. Um, I really loved making new friends and immersing myself uh, in a social life, as well as that I found studying for uni um, as opposed to high school gave me a lot more breadth to pursue areas that I'm actually passionate about and interested in. Um, So as opposed to a very strict syllabus here, I actually had that scope to kind of explore subjects um, and areas within subjects that I really connected with. Um, I also learned a lot of things that I wasn't good at, um, particularly maths. Uh, Surprisingly, I lost a lot of those skills after finishing high school. So um, I learned to steer away from the finance subjects. And I think... Another thing that really stood out about first year is that I was initially um, afraid to kind of get involved, particularly in skills competitions, because uh, I doubted myself, uh, which is quite uncharacteristic of me. But I think coming to this new environment with so many people um, and so many high achievers and driven people, uh, it was almost a bit intimidating, uh, admittedly. And so I think growth um, happened in first year as I realized that I shouldn't be afraid to get involved because it, that was the way that I was limiting myself. And if I didn't even give something a shot, then I had no chance at developing a skill in that area or winning a competition. So I really threw myself in the deep end uh, and out of my comfort zone. And I found that probably to be another really rewarding part of first year.
0: You mentioned just then you found that the USW law environment is, can be quite intimidating, um. everyone is super smart and also very competitive as well. How else would you describe, I guess, the UNSW law community?
1: Well, I guess a precursor to my answer to this question is that I don't think it's a bad thing that we're surrounded by people who are just as driven as us. I think that that's actually a really good environment because it pushes us to kind of find who we are, what we're good at, what we're interested in, and then to thrive alongside others and to encourage and support each other in that. Um, and I think that that then lends itself to the fact that I that UNSW Law as a family and as a community is, I find, very supportive. There's there's not been a single time where I haven't felt supported by my peers and also by the faculty and by others in the university and our society itself. And I think that that's really nice because in order to reach your full potential and to achieve your best and be happy, uh, you need to um, support yourself and support others and be supported. So I think that's a great network um, of students and lecturers that we have there. Um, I also think the society um, and the student body are just a very friendly um, group of people. Uh, I think that you can strike up a conversation with anyone. It'll be a really interesting conversation. Uh, It'll be of quality, but it will also be quite
0: genuine and authentic. And I think it's that genuineness that I really like. There's nothing like friendly competition to keep you moving forward as well. I think the biggest thing as well is that we have good competition and we don't have the competition that leads to people ripping pages out of various textbooks. Um, What are some of your fondest memories so far starting here?
1: I think uh, first year law camp, so not only just my first year law camp, but then going back as a leader each year has been um, an experience that I'm very grateful for. Uh, Each year is different because you're going with a different group of people and often to a different location doing different activities. So it's just really fun meeting new people um, and just immersing yourself in the activities and having that weekend of just pure fun.
0: I have to ask, um, just in regards to all the parties and also law camp, how wild did first year Alex get?
1: I was actually pretty tame. Um, Admittedly, I went to bed at about 9pm on the Friday night. Uh, I was the only one in the dorm at the time. Uh, I turned the lights off, huddled into my sleeping bag, and I had also snuck a textbook on the camp, despite being told not to. I ultimately didn't end up studying it, but... uh, I was quite nervous that the next day someone would discover this hidden textbook in my sleeping bag and um, wrap me out for bringing it along. So that was probably the extent of how crazy I went on that camp. The second night I partied hard, but um, within, I guess, good limitations, again, had quite an early night um, and a good rest. So it was a lot of fun, but within
0: reason. In regards to all the activities that are run by Law Society, what ended up, inspiring you to get involved um, as part of the organisation?
1: I think that goes back to what I was saying um, about my first year experience where I was initially quite hesitant to get involved and go out on a limb. Um, I think it was that experience of growth in that year where I realised that I really did actually want to get involved and that I should get involved and give everything a shot that really solidified my desire to get involved in the society. And I had a lot of friends who had been um, either volunteering um, as wellbeing warriors or helping with policy submissions in that year uh, and in their second year, then being directors and seeing how much fun that they had uh, getting involved really inspired me then in my third year to um, get involved as a director. And from there, um, I loved it. I was uh, co-director of the witness examination competition with one of my good friends, Arslan. Uh, and after having quite a challenging but really rewarding and fun year directing that competition, I thought that I'd go out um, and try Skills VP. And that in itself was a lot of fun, um, quite challenging at times, quite demanding, but that that's what makes it rewarding. Um, and seeing all of the competitions come together By the time the year ended and also being able to run a few of those grand finals in person, despite the COVID situation was, again, really, really um, rewarding. So I think that then, again, that success and that rewarding um, nature of that role then spurred me to apply for co-president.
0: And just a little bit about, like, I guess, your progression from director to vice president to now co-president. What would you say was one of the highlights and also some of the challenges you had as a director?
1: Probably the first few weeks of being put into a directorship role, trying to work out what's expected of you, how to navigate the emails and the Google Docs and the the drive as well to know what's on there, what else you need to create, um, and then how to organise the competition or the event, whatever it might be that the director is organising, how to organise that so that it fits into the calendar, so that it meets students' expectations and needs, and also improves upon past um, offerings of that initiative was probably quite challenging. But again, it's it's an exciting challenge because once you've identified how to do the role and you've identified areas that you can improve upon, brainstorming how you can do that, talking to students, talking to your co-directors to really understand um, you know, what can we do within these parameters to make it a better experience for our students, that's really fun. Um, and I think as I've progressed through Lawsock, what has been a really important learning lesson for me is that once you reach... A vice president stage or a co-president stage, it's not so much about um, what you personally can do and what your personal accomplishments are, but rather as a leader, it's about being able to empower others. So I think something that I particularly learned this year is the ability to kind of delegate and trust in your vice presidents, trusting your cabinet, trusting your directors to be able to do their role, um, not only well, but with passion, because after all, they've applied for this role, they've proven that they're capable of it. So trusting them and encouraging them and supporting them in doing that without doing too much hand-holding and just allowing them to run their own show and then helping at times of crisis or providing advice or guidance um, where you see it's needed, but um, ultimately allowing them to have ownership um, of their own initiatives. That's been a really good learning experience um, that has become more apparent as I've progressed throughout uh, my roles in the society.
0: So that's actually something that I've developed and learned throughout the year this year as well as a vice president, which is just how much trust that you have to have in your directors. Um, obviously, being a co-president, it's a lot more. There's a lot more people that you have to put your trust in your cabinet as well as all the directors within the society. Um, but that's been a very difficult and I think lengthy process as well. How do you think you've developed and changed throughout the year in your role as co-president?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think I have become better at working alongside my co-president and with my co-president Sanjay. Um, Obviously, when we first started out, we both came from different backgrounds, myself from skills and Sanjay from social justice. So we both um, had come from portfolios that had slightly different directions. And while aligned by overarching values um, that kind of uh, dictate what the society does, um, Ultimately, we had to kind of learn how to work together, which was really fun in itself because Sanjay and I have been friends since first year. So being able to take that friendship um, and the interactions that we've shared in the past and fuse them into a working environment and then work out a balance so that Um, at at busy times for myself, Sanjay might pick up some of the slack and at busy times for Sanjay, I would do the same so that it was always balanced and both of us felt supported. I think that was something that we developed over the year and was really rewarding to kind of test the waters with and then see how it turned out. Um, I think something else that uh, I've improved on would probably be delegation Um, just because when I was a VP having the largest Uh, portfolio in the Society of 22 Directors for Skills um, and having all of the different competitions which are run slightly differently. That involved a bit more of a hands-on approach, particularly in instances where we might not have been able to find a judge or I had to step in and help um, produce new materials um, or, you know, help set up new connections or establish a new competition. That was a bit more hands-on um, and often I had to be a bit more involved with the judging and, and whatnot. So, like, learning how to adapt from that um, to more of a sit-back role, observe, advise um, and support, that um, was a really good learning experience as well. It's something that I probably probably cottoned on to quite early um, just because I knew a lot of the members in Cabinet, I knew how capable they were, how driven they were. I'd heard their visions and um, what their planned initiatives were. So I had a lot of faith um, in my peers. So it was more so how can I best support them to empower them in their roles Um, and then, of course, to help them out if if something went
0: wrong. Um, Sanjay mentioned actually just in regards to visions um, that something he wanted to focus on this year was student outcomes, careers, Um, social justice stuff like that obviously coming from a social justice background what were some of your visions and goals for this year for law society
1: so very much aligned with Sanjay's because we did kind of brainstorm something that would be an overarching goal or a vision for the society Um, but in addition to that I really wanted to diversify some of the initiatives that we offer just to cater for more than just private law careers for students um, and also more than just um, public interest careers for students so that we were offering um, alternatives so for example um People who study law might often also pursue careers in consulting and in management um, and in other areas that lend them um, that the degree lends itself quite nicely to. So trying to um, establish relationships with organisations that offer opportunities or at least guidance to students in those realms was really important to both San, uh, Sanjay and I, uh, just because we understand that having a diverse body of students, they all have different passions, different desires and needs, so trying to diversify our offerings to cater for those was really crucial. Additionally, um, access was something that we really wanted to focus on. So I have spoken, I had spoken at, sorry, at the beginning of the year to a number of students who had made me aware that sometimes access to um, class resources and understanding content in class was a bit of a challenge for them, more so than for others due to certain um, circumstances. So we introduced an equitable access officer within the social justice portfolio to help kind of fuse that gap or to bridge that gap. So while that's still very much a work in progress, it was something um, that we were quite proud to see come into fruition and we're looking forward to seeing how that uh, progress that role progresses uh, in its offerings and capabilities going forward. I think another thing uh, that was very important to us was engagement, particularly due to last year being predominantly online. Uh, thanks to COVID, uh, but also because we felt that our social media um, reach was not where it should have been. So for that, we introduced this podcast very much with your support and the support of many others. Uh, We've also reinvigorated many of our social media um, offerings. So on platforms such as LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and even Facebook, we have made an effort to increase the accessibility um, of our social media on those platforms uh, so that we're reaching more students and actually having an impact with them. Um, And Annie and her team have been marvellous in helping us do that. They've really spearheaded, um, I guess, reinvigorating the Lawsoc uh, image on that and our presence on all of the different social media uh, platforms.
0: So that's been really great. It's amazing that you've come into the Law Society as a co-president with all these initiatives. You've managed to get so many of them completed and idealised. Is there anything you think that you haven't done as successfully um, within your time here or you haven't been given the resources to maybe do as well as you could have?
1: I think we've I think we done very well given the circumstances and we built yes. off last year's President Sophie and Justin quite well. Their hard work throughout COVID um, kind of set a, a platform that we were then able to kind of bounce further off this year to navigate going back online and supporting our students. I think, however, our work is definitely not done, particularly with student engagement, whether that's with students who require extra support for access or whether that's with students um, from diverse backgrounds uh, or also um, in terms of our JD and PG student body. So I think moving forward, and those are areas that we would have liked to have done a bit more with. COVID stunted a lot of the progress there because a lot of the events and initiatives we did have planned were in-person and we found that those students prefer the in-person offerings. So hopefully next year, uh, there is a transition to campus life um, as opposed to online uni. And from there, the uh, incoming uh, Law Society cabinet and directors can kind of use that um, as an ability, uh, sorry, can kind of um, use that on-campus life to really um, get our students more involved
0: Obviously, we would love to reinvigorate the society and social life um, post-COVID. Do you ever think that, um, after all, this is good and done, that we'll be the same as it was before COVID?
1: I think we've gone through a lot in the last two years and I don't necessarily think that it's all been negative. I think that what we can see coming out of COVID is that there is a real sense of community, no matter how near or far you may be. Uh, You know, we have a lot of international students who are located abroad presently. We have domestic students who are all throughout Australia um, because they've gone home uh, or they've moved um, to cater for the COVID situation. So I think the fact that everyone is so dispersed but still so connected and supporting each other in their learning and in remaining social shows that, we are quite a strong human race and a strong community within UNSW law. So I think we, having learned that, coming back to campus and hopefully um, resuming some level of normality in life, we can keep that in mind and still remain connected and checking in with each other, despite the fact that we are back in person. Um, I think also, The level of flexibility that we've seen with working online and learning online um, and, again, staying connected socially online is something that will probably be integrated into our offerings going forward. So I think without having events in person, there is a level of accessibility there for those who may not be on campus on this particular day or may be in a class During the time that there is an initiative being offered. So I think that that level of flexibility and adaptability may um, be best if it remained to some extent. Um, So I think going back to kind of on on campus learning um, will be something that will be slightly different, Um, it will probably involve a bit of a fuse between in person and online, but I think that the spirit of our students will be stronger. And as we saw uh, at the beginning of this year when we did have a brief period back in person, people were very eager to be involved in social events, in extracurricular events, including skills and mooding competitions and whatnot. So I think the level of engagement in person will overall be greater than it was pre-COVID. So a lot will have come out of COVID and I think that that's mostly resilience, strength, um, greater support of one another and also greater involvement um, of students in initiatives.
0: Now that your tenure is kind of wrapping up for co-presidency, I kind of wanted to ask as well, what do you think you're going to miss most about law society?
1: I think there are two things, Uh, the sense of, of family and team, being able to kind of communicate with each other frequently and depend on each other and ask each other for advice and work together on projects uh, until they come into fruition and then feeling that sense of satisfaction when they do uh, successfully unfold is something that I will definitely miss. I think also um, the thrill of problem solving uh, and trying to, you know, think ahead to prevent potential problems um, or pitfalls is something that I really thrive off uh, and I put a lot of energy towards that because it, it is something that I enjoy. So I think those are two things that I will really miss. Um, but you'll see me around on campus uh, so I'm not going anywhere. It's more so I'll just be taking a back seat uh, and observing the new cabinet um, run their show and also just getting involved by attending the social events uh, and hopefully um, having another go at some of the skills competitions that I can get involved in as well.
0: Are there any final, I guess, pieces of advice you want to give to the listeners out there who might be listening to this?
1: Yeah. Um, I'd like to say two things. So first, I would just like to thank um, my co-president, Sanjay, and my cabinet and all of our directors. Uh, this year was especially challenging, uh, just as last year's was. And I think that everyone rose to the challenge uh, and did their best. And we've been able to continue our offer- um, our offerings relatively unscathed, which has been really, really lovely to see. Um, and I'm very proud of everyone and very grateful. So that's the first thing. Uh, And secondly, to those who are not presently um, involved in the society or to those who are new students, uh, I would just say get involved, whether that's in um, a capacity or a role in the society or in an initiative that we offer, just get involved. Don't be afraid of judgment. Don't be afraid of um, messing up. There is no such thing, genuinely. Um, And if anything, you'll have a fun time, meet new people and receive lots of really beneficial feedback so that you can continue improving yourself um, and supporting
0: others as well in their journey of improvement. Thanks so much for your time, Alex.
1: Thanks, Harry. I really appreciate it.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes.